Blog Talk Radio. Coming, coming to you live, live and clear. Like the brain, everyone's attention. Welcome, 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 family, to Healing Paradigm Presents. Uh, today, our topic is You Are Not Your Story. Now, think about that for a minute. Like all of us, every single last one of us has some type of story. One of the things about this world is that <laughs> many people are in pain and they are experiencing some type of suffering. Uh, even the people who, with whom we think are living the best lives, they may be in a place of not necessarily being what they, where they want to be or doing what they want to be. But before we get started, 
I'm going to go ahead and get us prayed in. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> we have been on hiatus for over a year, and as a result, all of our audio clips are had been taken down by Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> so, uh, within that time frame, within that year, last year, I have actually learned Yusnisa uh, Vijaya uh, Durrani, so I am going to start out with that. So allow yourself to take a deep breath Exhale Letting the day that you, you know, experience Just all the stress, all of it Just release from your body on the exhale Nagamapogabati <laughs> Now, so for those of you who may be actually new to the channel, um, one of the things that we do, or what what we would do, is we would get prayed in with a song by Thomas Shalar Walker, which is the Anapakoa prayer, and that was it's a divine world prayer it's a divine world prayer it comes from the Kabbalistic tradition and the one that I just did is called the Yusnisa Vijaya Dharani and one of the things about that particular prayer is that anybody that listens to it even once just even a small part of it the karma is released from the people who hear it and for the person who actually says it so um, you can go ahead and look that up, uh, the Yusnisa of Dharani, and and find out about the prayer for yourself. But we're going to go ahead and get started. So you are not your story. As I was saying earlier, one of the things about this world is that there that we seem to suffer from a great deal of trauma while we are having our Earth experience. We are have essentially been conditioned by whoever it is that raised us and whatever our ideas or perceptions of our experiences. It and it eventually turns into our story. And one of the things that happens is as a result of our stories, we begin to operate in a way that may not necessarily be congruent with our inner divine nature. Now, the reason why I say that you are not your story is because the thing about people's stories is that it causes them to get stuck. It causes them to get stuck and they continue to, it's like running, it's like being in a hamster wheel. And the person is running and running and running in this hamster wheel and not getting anywhere and continuing to be in a place of pain and in suffering. So one of the things that happened was the reason why I even decided to do this particular subject is because I went to church this past Sunday and one of the songs that closed out the uh, the session or the 
uh, after the benediction, we sang the song as you are not your story. And essentially what the song related was that, that, that you are not your story. You can let it go in order to have the life that you desire or to be who it is that you were created to be. Now, I'm, let me just say that I know that there are people who have experienced a great deal of trauma. Um, and I am not in any way trying to make light of that. You know, I I know that there are people who have suffered a great deal of pain. But I want you to take a moment and take a look at your surroundings and become very present with where you are. You know, look at your surroundings. Look at what it is that you're experiencing in this right now moment. And in this right now moment, hopefully it's a peaceful moment, but in this right now moment, are you experiencing any challenges or any difficulties while you're listening to this show? Chances are that you're not if you're passively listening. Um, but take inventory. And now the next thing is, is how long ago, and the, the story that you've told yourself, how long ago did that story take place? Are you even the same age that you were? Chances are that you're not. And this is not to say that I'm not necessarily talking to people who are in an abusive situation now, but I'm talking about our childhood stories that tend to define us. In this right, right now moment, as you're taking inventory, understand that you are stronger than the experience that took place. That if you've come out and you survived it, then you are stronger than you ever imagined. And it is the thoughts about the story that you're telling yourself that you are letting define your experience and define your emotional world. Now, I'm not a person who likes to belabor the part of of people's pain because my idea or my thought is, is that it is necessary to transcend the experience, to transcend the pain. And I have a friend of mine who actually says, well, you know, um, one of the ways that helped to empower her because she, she had experienced some... Um, you know, uh, sexual trauma when she was young. Like, you know what? The reason why this is better is because I survived that. The reason why I am better is because I realized that no was a complete sentence. I, you know, I, the reason why I am stronger now is because I'm no longer that little girl anymore. And I can protect myself. Now, that that was one of the strategies that she actually used in order to break herself out of her, break herself out of the story, and be the person that she is, person that she is today. Now, let me just say, a story that I used to tell myself was that. I was that I was a daughter of a single parent, my my mother, and that you know that my life would have been so much better if my father was there. Well, I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I actually did, when I was a teenager, get the opportunity to meet the person 
uh, you know, meet my father. And what I realized was that infinite intelligence knew exactly what it was doing by not letting that person be a part of my experience. One of the things that I discovered about him after I met him was that he was suffering from so much pain and so much trauma from his own experience. And I recall after meeting him and getting the opportunity to talk to him and learning about what his history was, it was like I decided right then and there that I would not allow myself to be defined by the experiences of my youth, that I wanted to take control of my life and not be shackled by the past because I saw it as a shackle, a shackle for him. I mean, he was still the hurt little boy from when his mother um, and his father had gotten a divorce and that he did not have the type of relationship that he would have liked to have had with his father. Um, and I just recall just thinking like, wow, this guy is in his 60s and he was still in that place of telling himself this story from when he was a child. <laughs> you know, it, I, you know, you know, progress is necessary, but and I'm not and I'm not trying to make light of it, but it was just that he he was he was at a place of of having his own home. He had a girlfriend. He never married. Um, he had helped so many people out, but he was still holding on to that story that was defining who he was. And I realized that because he told himself that story, he wasn't able to be there for me. And... After realizing that, I came to a place of actually just forgiving him and forgiving him that, uh, forgiving him for not being present in my life because, you know, he just was not emotionally equipped. And quite honestly, I think that it was probably to my benefit that he wasn't there. But I stopped telling myself the story that my life would have been so much better if he was there. Now, I will say that people really have the opportunity to to transcend their story. But I will admit that in order to transcend your story, there's got to be some work that's put in. There is there isn't a I guess you would say easy way <laughs> of doing it, but it does require consistency and it does require discipline. And one of the things that I would say that that has been a culmination of of consistent strength for me is having a spiritual practice. You know, on the what and when I say spiritual practice, you will always hear me talk about meditation. Um, and the whole purpose of meditation is that it raises you out of that vibration of the thought frequency of whatever it is that you're thinking about that causes you to be in your story. And when you are able to raise yourself out of that thought frequency of your story, then you're able to create a different experience. See, what happens is, is that when a person gets caught in their story, they start reliving it in their own lives in some way, shape, or form. It, you know, not only are you living it in your mind, but, and not only are you living it in your mind, but your thoughts actually cause the emotions to stir up in your body and you start feel you start creating the the physical chemistry of the trauma that you experienced. Now and then the thing is is that 
that you are you have actually in actuality created your own prison when you operate in that space in that story because when you look at where you are right now you are not experiencing that thing except for in your mind and in your emotional body so the thing what what is required is for a person to create the chemistry of a body that no longer has that trauma um, and no longer you know lives that story and creating a different story. So one of the things that I recommend, again, meditation, simply because it puts you, it induces you into a state of lifting higher out of the frequency that you were in with the thoughts. Um, In addition to meditation, one of the other things that actually works are divine world prayers. Now, there are two of them that I know by heart, um, but there are four of them total that I know of. So the first one is the Anabakoa prayer, and that is the Kabbalistic prayer that I talked about a little bit earlier. And essentially what this prayer does is it actually breaks you from, uh, especially when you learn it by heart, it breaks you of the patterns that you've been in and it actually starts correcting, you know, negative thought forms that you have been operating in. It also works on your karma and creates miracles in your life. One of the other things that I know is that in addition to creating, you know, miracles in terms of things and events in your life, it also, uh, helps with physical healing and there are people who have had miraculous healing after they actually learn the prayer listening to the prayer um, works but actually coming to a place of actually remembering the prayer by heart also facilitates healing and change and draws in the positive things that you are wanting wanting in your life because essentially what the prayer actually does is it actually breaks how did how I'm trying to think of how they word it it actually breaks you of the cycle of making the decisions that have been destructive so that you can start having the type of life that you would actually desire to have another divine world prayer is the Yusnis of Vijaya Dharani. And much like the Anabakoa, it does the same thing. It works on your it works on your um, it works on your karma, but in addition to working on your karma, it helps you to make right decisions. And also on the spiritual plane, when you learn the when you learn the prayer by heart, it actually heals the karma, not only your own personal karma, but it heals the karma of the people who are your ancestors and your, well, I'm going to call them ascendants, those who come after you. And it also breaks up, because here's the thing, I think that a lot of the suffering that people experience And the reason why people have many stories is because, you know, they were raised by the people that they were raised by. And it's really one of the things that I find interesting about life in and of itself is that, that we are parented by people who parent the way our parents parented and and so forth and so on. So you have this whole generational energy coming along that where in in families certain types of dysfunction continue to perpetuate. But when you get to this place of not living in your own story, you are actually indicating to the infinite intelligence that you are ready to break the cycle, that you are going to be the, I guess what you would call a generational curse breaker, where you, what you do is going to be a benefit for, for those who are in the past, the present, and the future, because it is all happening right now. But when you do better, everybody else 
in your generational line does better as well. So learning the Yusinisa Vijaya Durrani. Okay, so after that, one of the things that I like to do is asking affirmative questions. Now, many people, you know, who probably listen to this line actually work for, with affirmations. And I know that affirmations work for some people, but I was one of those people that I did not think that the affirmations actually worked for me. So as a result, what I would do is I would actually turn those affirmations into questions. So, you know, one of the, well, let's, I will give a for instance. So one of the questions that I would ask myself is, why am I whole, perfect, and complete? Why am I deeply loved by infinite intelligence? Why can I own my own space in the world? Why is my presence on the planet necessary for the healing of the world? That last one is something that I just recently made up. You know, I'm probably going to listen to the show again just to um, have it again. Um, And the reason why I ask those particular questions is because one of the stories that I would tell myself is that I couldn't own my space in the world. Now, uh, I will say that that comes from a memory that I didn't even really realize that I that I had, but there was a lot of controversy controversy around my birth, and that's why I had challenges with really just being okay in my skin and owning owning my space. So I'm in this place of continuous expansion. So, ladies and gentlemen, just know that when I'm talking about the things that I'm talking about, I am talking out of, uh, talking from my experience and, and things that I've actually had the opportunity to transcend at some point. So, <clears throat> the, but affirmative questions is one of the things, but not only just affirmative questions, but affirmative feeling questions. Now, when I talk about from the feeling questions, what I'm asking myself is, what does it feel like to my body when I am whole, perfect, and complete? And the interesting thing about about it is that about that type of question, when you're asking an affirmative feeling question is that you actually begin to actually feel sensations in your body that allow you to be in that place of feeling what that feels like. Now, one of the things that I should say is that when you do this, you have to do it. That's why you have to do it repetitively. Why or what does it feel like to my body when I am whole, perfect, and complete? Why am I whole, perfect, and complete? Why, um, you know, why is it that infinite intelligence deeply loves and accepts me? What does it feel like to my body when infinite intelligence deeply loves and accepts me? When you're asking yourself the those feeling questions, you're going to feel the sensations in your body, and that also allows you to, even just for a moment, to be at a higher vibration of what it is, and thereby breaking you, breaking those connections from the story that you've told yourself and being in a more powerful place. So what I am going to do is I am going to provide a guided meditation for those of you who would be interested in coming back and listening to this show again um, so that you could get a sense of getting into a particular rhythm with it. So go ahead and allow yourself to close your eyes. 
and feel, just inhale three times, allowing yourself to inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. One more time. Inhale and exhale. Now, in your mind's eye, I want you to see a golden beam of light that comes from the source of creation. And see it permeating down through the crown of your head. And everywhere this golden light touches is, I am whole. I am perfect. I am complete, I am divine love, I am the embodiment of joy, I am peace. Now feel that golden beam of light come down your face, inside your head. And everywhere this golden light touches brings you into complete alignment with the source of creation. Everywhere this golden light touches brings you into complete alignment with the divine I am that is within you and within the world. And everywhere this golden light touches is I am whole, I am perfect, I am complete, I am divine love, I am the embodiment of joy, I am peace. Now feel that golden beam of light. Come down your face, down to your chin and your neck. And everywhere this golden light touches brings you into complete alignment with the source of creation. Everywhere this golden light touches brings you in complete alignment with the divine I am that is within you and within the world. And everywhere this golden light touches is I am whole, I am perfect, I am complete, I am divine love, I am the embodiment of joy, I am peace. Now feel that golden beam of light come down your shoulders. Down your arms and your chest, inside and out. And everywhere this golden light touches brings you into complete alignment with the source of creation. Everywhere this golden light touches brings you into complete alignment with the divine I am that is within you and within the world. And everywhere this golden light touches is, I am whole, I am perfect, I am complete, I am divine love, I am the embodiment of joy, I am peace. Now feel that golden beam of light go down your torso, 
down your hips and your thighs. And everywhere this golden light touches brings you into complete alignment with the source of creation. Everywhere this golden light touches brings you into complete alignment with the divine I am that is within you and within the world. Everywhere this golden light touches is, I am whole. I am perfect. I am complete. I am divine love. I am the embodiment of joy. I am peace. Now feel that golden beam of light go down your calves, down your feet, down to the soles of your feet. And everywhere this golden light touches brings you into complete alignment with the source of creation. Everywhere this golden light touches brings you into complete alignment with the divine I am that is within you and within the world. Everywhere this golden light touches is I am whole. I am perfect. I am complete. I am divine love. I am the embodiment of joy. I am peace. Now see that golden beam of light go down to the center of the earth. See it go down to the earth's layers, down to the very center of the earth. And everywhere this golden light touches is, I am whole. I am perfect. I am complete. I am divine love. I am the embodiment of joy. I am peace. Now, as that golden beam of light continues to come through source, through your body, down the center of the earth, feel your wholeness being anchored into every aspect of your being. On the physical level, on the energetic level, you feel your wholeness being anchored into your very being. Feel your completeness being anchored into every aspect of your being. Feel your completeness being anchored into your physical being. Feel it being anchored into your energetic being. Allow yourself to resonate with who you really are. Feel yourself as divine love. Feel divine love anchor itself into your physical being. Feel it anchor into your energetic being. 
feel joy anchor into your physical being. Feel joy anchor into your energetic being. Allow yourself to anchor into who you really are. Now feel peace anchor into your physical being. Feel peace anchor into your energetic being. Allow yourself to feel and be in the energetic aspect of who you really are. You are whole. You are perfect. You are complete. You are divine love. You are the embodiment of joy. You are peace. Now, see that golden beam of light come up through the earth's layers, making its way back to you. Part of it's still being anchored, but the light is making its way back to you. Feel it come up through the soles of your feet, up your ankles and your calves, and your knees and your thighs, everywhere this golden light touches is, whole, perfect, complete. Divine love, the embodiment of joy, and peace. Resonate with who you really are. Feel your being resonate with who you really are. Feel that golden beam of light come up your thighs and your hips, your fingertips, your arms, your torso, your chest, up to your shoulders, and be in a complete alignment with who you really are. Everywhere this golden light touches is whole, perfect, and complete. It is divine love. It's the embodiment of joy. It is peace. Anchor into who you really are. Now feel that golden beam of light come up your neck, your face, up your chin, inside your head, up to the crown of your head, connecting back with the source. 
Allow yourself to resonate with who you really are. You are whole. You are perfect. You are complete. You are divine love. You are the embodiment of joy. You are peace. Now, allow that golden beam of light to expand out through your aura, through your bioenergetic field. See yourself completely surrounded by this golden beam of light that comes from the source of creation. And everywhere this golden light touches is, I am whole. I am perfect. I am complete. I am divine love. I am the embodiment of joy. I am peace. Feel yourself be energized with this vibrancy of knowing who it is that you really are. Just allow yourself to stay here. And as you go through your day, be in complete resonance with who you really are. Now allow your awareness to come back into your body. Feel yourself become present. And when you open your eyes, open yourself to the new awareness of who you really are. Okay, so we're going to take a quick song break, and I'll be right back. I know exactly what you're thinking. I've had those thoughts a million times. I can see the question that's behind your eyes, or you're searching for your peace of mind. Now listen up to this truth. You are me and I am you. Every one of us is worthy Baby, girl, worthy woman Every one of us is worthy I know your life, I felt your pain 
know your joys and your shame. Sometimes it feels like life walks over you, or like you're a penny on the ground. But either on the ground or in your purse, the smallest piece still holds its worth. Every one of us is worthy. Baby girl, worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. Baby girl, worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. Worthy of love, worthy of life, worthy of saying no when something don't feel right. This is a song for you, for all the ups and downs that life will put you through. So listen up to this truth, you are me and I am you, every one of us is worthy, yeah. Baby girl, worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. Baby girl, worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. Baby Okay, so uh, what I would like to share with you is that um, I know that this works because a few years back I used to lead a guided meditation uh, every Monday morning for a period of a year. And one of the things, when the person who actually had the prayer line she was explaining to me that many of the women on the line were, were come, came from abusive marriages or they had a number of different traumas and dramas that had happened to them. And I know that for myself, when I would listen to the show, that I would have challenges with actually being on there for more than like maybe about five or ten minutes because of the density of the energy of the women that were on the line because even though the person who was the host of the show had transcended her experience and was creating the life that she desired, the women on the show were actually striving for it. Well, one of the things that happened was that she had asked me to come on to be a guest And the thing that was necessary was to disrupt the energy of the story that they were telling themselves about their experience. So when I initially came on the show, I gave a spiritual prescription, which was, I believe it was spiritual bath, along with saying the Ganesh mantra, uh, Om Gam Ganapati Namaha, where in that particular, because of the nature of the group and because of the mass size of it, that was what Spirit gave me to give to that particular group, along with a spiritual bath that would clear their energy of any of the uh, any of the energies that they they had experienced before. And later on. Uh, later on, they they did that for I think a period of approximately a month, where they actually said the mantra on the show, for or on the prayer line for I think a period of a month, and then later on, I was guided to actually come back to them and actually take them through a meditation. Now here's the thing, they would say they would say that they were doing their spiritual practice and practices and things of that nature, but my my guess is is that they that their practices or whatever it was that they were doing either they weren't doing them or it was the practices that they were using were ineffective 
because the whole point of spiritual practices is to raise you out of the vibration that you were at to get you to a different level. Now, what happened was that after a period of a year and the consistency of doing the spiritual practice once a week, what I found that happened was the energy on the show was less dense. And then in addition to it being less dense, the women started moving forward towards the things that they were desiring to bring into their experience. Um, What there were people who were interested in writing books and their books had gotten written within that time. There were people who wanted to get married and there were people who got married within the time, within the year that I worked with them. In addition to getting married, um, a number of them were starting to wanting to build their businesses in real estate, and they were moving forward with their businesses in real estate. I mean, there were a great deal of uh, growth within the year that I had worked with them. And the the even the person who actually hosted the prayer line acknowledged that that it helped to break the the that the practice of doing the meditation just once a month, oh, excuse me, not once a month, but once a week um, for a period of close to a year, that it did cause the group to grow and and change and, and to develop into the people that they were being. But that is the importance of, that's the importance of doing the spiritual practice. Because the spiritual practice, the uh, I will share with, with you all, the importance of the spiritual practice, again, like I said before, is to break you out of your connection with the energy of the story that you've told. Because that's all it is. is It's just a story. That's what you were through. That's what you went through. But that's not who it is that you really are. You know, who you are is whole, perfect, and complete. You are the divine expressing as who, whatever name you were given, but you are expressing here for the creator. That's who you really are. And it is important that you connect with that because it, when you operate in that space and in that vibration, it brings you into an alignment with the type of life that you're desiring to experience or at least better than where you were. And and it is necessary to start realigning yourself with who you really are. A lot of us get get our programming, um, which is what the song that was played earlier by Erica Badu, the healer, she said she says near the end there that, you know, you know, don't believe what it is that you're thinking You've been programmed. You've got to wake up. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to wake up to who it is that you really are. You are an expression of the divine. And uh, the whole part of the spiritual practice is to get yourself to realign with who it is that you really are, which is the expression of the divine. And when you align yourself with the the expression of that you are of the divine, you're going to have a life that you could not even dream of. And here's the thing. It will align you with the things that you are desiring, but it will also align you with what it is the creator wants you to do. So one of the things that I will share about the divine world prayers that I talked about earlier, they, one of the things that I find with actual the reciting of them, and there, I, I think I've only mentioned two. So there's another one called the Yamatsu, and then there's uh, then there is the Lord's Prayer, but uh, it's best to say it in Aramaic because of the nature of the power that it has, because it's in its original language. And again, it does the same thing that the other two do, which is to break you out of, um, it helps you to align with, um, 
and what's the word, helps you to align with making better decisions for yourself. So what I've shared with you, very simple. I think that most people can do it, although I will admit that it will be challenging to actually learn the prayers. But that, you know, that is the ultimate goal because you are not your story. You are not your story. I am not my story. I'm not the story that I used to tell myself. And and as I aligned with my divine nature, I really know who I really am. The life that I once led is no longer occurring and miracles continue to happen. So, but before I get off the line, if there's anybody that wants to share anything, just press the number one and I will bring you on the line if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Anybody? Okay. So, I guess folks are feeling shy. So, anyway, I am going to go ahead and sign out. Thank you so much for joining me on Healing Paradigm Presents. And I will, I think I'll see you guys in approximately, maybe next week. I think next week. I haven't decided. We've, we've been on hiatus for a year, so, you know, we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do next. But I believe next week, probably Thursday, because Wednesday is kind of busy. But anyway, I love you, and there's nothing that you can do about it. Peace, love, and blessings, everyone. This music is yours, and this beat is mine.